second more than a game this week uh, surrounds St Kilda and Fremantle who are playing this weekend. And, well, they had a very interesting game in round five, 2006, when they played down at York Park in Tasmania, well, which is now Launceston. Um, and uh, it was just amazing uh, scenes at the end. Uh, <laughs> it was Siren Gate. If you can remember Siren Gate, um, it was just amazing finish. The game actually got decided the week after the game was played, which was bizarre. And a, a player that was playing for the Dockers that day joins us now in Des Headland. G'day, Des. Good afternoon, Jack. How you going, mate? <laughs> Great, buddy. Thanks for joining us. Tell us, um, no we'll, we'll get to your premiership and talk about all, all that, but tell me, I just want to quickly touch on this one. How, how amazing was this day and what are your memories of it? Yeah, well, firstly, mate, you got me after those three absolute champion model teammates from the Lions days. Well, you'll pick so, one, uh, so you were quite good as well. <laughs> a pretty hard act to follow, but yeah, I'll give my best shot, mate. But, um, oh, look, obviously, I mean, we played once a year or twice a year in, in, in Tassie against Hawthorne or St Kilda um, back in those mid-2000s. And, yeah, it was, it was a good game of footy. And, mate, just to recap my memory and... I uh, yeah, I have to really think about this, but I remember um, coming late towards the game. We were up by, I think it was seven points, and um, I think Lee Montagna kicked a good goal on the run um, to get them one point behind. And then there was the ball up, and back in those days, you can flood the, the back 15, mate, so we took as many players as we could back there. All the wingers and um, high half forwards ran, ran up the field and um, yeah, trying, trying to um, you know, block their... They're running the forward line and off they went and in they went and a couple of little players were in and before you know it there was a um, there was a ball up inside inside um, St Kilda's forward 50 and just before they bounced the ball I actually heard it myself Byron Shammer crowd Byron Crowley that is were, uh, were jumping up for joy um, thinking we won the game the umpire pulls the ball up and play on and Stephen Baker grabs it and has a shot on goal and misses it. And then all of a sudden there's a, there's a free kick after the play because he got shoved in the back. We're just sitting there in disbelief. And I think Chris Connolly was in the uh, was in the coach's box at the time and his story is that um, they were all shaking hands before the ball up started because they heard the siren themselves. And um, Yeah, the play went on. Um, we knew we heard the siren. Um, was, I think it was our first game we ever won in, in, in Tassie. It was always hard to travel down there and, and try and get a win um, away from home. But... Yeah, we thought we got robbed to be there, but um, yeah. as you said, a week later, a week later we got awarded the four points. I think they must have heard some uh, some noise within the footage of the game uh, where they heard the siren. But yeah, it was a handful of us boys around the pack that definitely heard the siren, and the, and the St Kilda boys heard it too. Don't worry about that. Um, but then, yeah, as you do on footy, mate. <laughs> It's a dog, dog eat dog eat yeah. there, and if, if you play on, you play on to the, until the umpires blow the whistle. So um, yeah, it was, it was a bizarre, a bizarre scene. I was jumping around like a lot of idiots. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, so anyway, but you yeah. had Vozo, everyone talks about umpires Vozo Kennedy and Nichols were the umpires that day. If you could hear the siren, how couldn't they? What was it, was it noisy or anything? Yeah, or was it? It was a terrible siren. It wasn't the loudest siren at all throughout the day. Right. Um, yeah, so... And it was, it was good. You know, all the Saints supporters started arcing up a bit. We were up most of the day and they sort of fought back late and um, you know, thought they were going to steal it away from us, especially after, I think it was Lee Montagna, kicked that goal to make them one point behind. Yep. Um, you know, that could have, been, could have been the issue, but it was definitely heard out in the field and um, you know, we did a bit of a case study during the week and, you know, it felt deemed... Um, yeah, you know, the, the, the siren went, you know, split second before the ball up, and uh, we got the four points, and oh, six that was too, so we ended up 
make them a prelim that year, so that was a pretty pretty crucial game to get ourselves in the top eight. And um, you know, so I was lucky we got the four points awarded in the end. Was that the angriest you've ever seen, Chris Connolly? <laughs> I think he was more shocked after the game. I, I remember correctly in the change room, like we just sort of looked at each other in bizarre, and, <laughs> and no one, no one could believe what happened. Especially the players that actually, you know, myself and others actually heard the siren, and we're just like trying to talk to Chris, and everyone's trying to calm everyone down, and you know, so I made everyone trying to be the chief, and <laughs> no one, no, no one's directing where to go, and in the end, we just sort of calmed down, flew back, flew long flight back from Tassie to Perth, and. A few days later, um, we're lucky enough to get awarded the four points. Yeah, oh, just bizarre scenes, and yeah, I, mean, I think it's—I don't think it was the first game ever decided um, for points after the game had finished as well. So, I mean, uh, just extraordinary that you know you could hear the siren, yet the umpires couldn't. I mean, depending on how soft yeah. it was, I mean, at least you heard it. Well, I think if you, um, I, mean, I hardly ever watch the footies because I, I see myself when they jumped up, like, <laughs> and I, I hate watching it because I. Because what happened was they, um, well, we had a stop, put our hands up. Well, you're pulling the ball up for, et cetera, et cetera. And then they play it on. And then yeah. the umpires come together um, after the point, um, after Steve Baker got kicked to the point. And I'm sure I heard one of the umpires say, um, the siren went. So I jumped up for joy again, going, we got it. And then looked like I made, made myself look like a fool again. And then, um, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. Well, it was just funny that uh, Stephen Baker got that free kick after the, after, you know, the siren, yeah, and, then, and he missed. I think, was, I, think was, I think it was Daniel Gilmore, Gilly, one of the boys come flying in and, yeah, got him in the back. But even if even if it was playing, like, we, we had to have a chat to Gilly after the right. When, when it's in that dire star, you don't push no one in the back after a kick, that's uh, automatically. Yep. And that's very kicky again if you miss us for goal. So. <laughs> I don't think he kicked the goal after that anyway. Again, I think he missed both points. Yes, he did. That was the funniest <laughs> that's bit. Why, that's why he's a back pocket or a tagger, mate, because he can kick. <laughs> Very good. Um, now, I want to tell you, I mean, we've had, as you, as you heard, um, we've had all the your, your premiership teammates on our show today. Uh, tell us, um, what was it like rocking up at the Lions? Uh, pick one in the draft in, what was it, 1998? Um, so yeah. the 98 pre-season, rocking up there with all these uh, well, gluttony of champions around you. Was it just an incredible experience? Yeah, mate, you don't really, you don't realise until years after when you pinch yourself who you actually played with and played alongside and, and who taught you the ropes. You know? and as, as a young 17-year-old and heading over to Queensland um, from WA, it's always daunting no matter, no matter um, no, what, what state you go into if you want to you know, fulfil your dream. And I was playing myself with you. Yeah, I was lucky, mate. I was fortunate to get um, picked up to a, to a great club like Brisbane, and and as you know, just the names you can rattle off. You can rattle off 20, 30 players over that three year period, and they're all champions. And, and you know, the likes of Michael Voss, just you know, just to name one, and Blackie and Blackie who you had on earlier, but Sean Hart set the standard in terms of professionalism, and then Chrissy Johnson and Daryl White and Michael Magic the team looked after me and took me in. Um, you know, made sure that you know the homesickness wasn't there too much, and. Um, yeah, mate, I, I look back now and I, you know, to my young kids over there um, early this year to watch them, um, Sir Doug Nickel around and um, yeah, just show them around. It's just, yeah, it was a privilege, mate, to be able to play in a great club like that and you know, to cap it off to win a premiership. Um, you know, it's always something you dream of as a kid and you never think it would actually happen when it did. Um, yeah, something I'll cherish forever and um, good, good fond memories, mate. I'm back in my day at the Lions and yeah. come to Freo. We weren't too much successful at Freo, but a lot of people ask, why'd you leave and, and so forth. And um, There's always hindsight. I had two young kids under the age of 20 and me and my wife wanted to bring them home to WA and bring them up over here. And, yep. um, that's what happened in the end. But, yeah, life's life and 
I've got some awesome memories. Sorry about that. Oh, well, Perth is not a horrible place to live. So, I mean, you know, I, I, I haven't lived in, I haven't been to Brisbane, but uh, I, I've been to Perth, and Perth's wonderful. So, uh, I don't well, think you, you can't lose. Probably, probably similar, mate, in terms of um, population and weather and sort of laid back it's not as busy and um, crazy as Melbourne and Sydney traffic and so forth so yeah, not too bad not too bad not too bad um, but what were your memories of the day did you, did you play well or did you, did you uh, of the, to oh, 2002 uh, we're talking now the, your premiership day like grading yeah yeah I'm, I'm actually on the game day um, yeah, I, got shut, I got shut down by um, Carl, Carl Stein who played on me that day and done a good job I had a good prelim final against Port Adelaide up at the Gabba and um, years later when Michael Broadbridge used to be the assistant coach at, um, at Collingwood at the time he used to be my state 18s coach at WA as well and he ended up coming to Fremantle years later and becoming my assistant coach there and always say to him so mate you were the midfield coach back then why did you not let me like, have a blinder on where I finally they had to shut me down did you <laughs> 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 we laughed about it to this day because I was, I was in a bit of form a bit of form back then and um, yeah but look mate I'll take that medal over anything I don't care if I got one kick or a hundred kicks <laughs> the premiership medals I was counting so um, yeah yep. it was a great day special day with the family and, and friends and you know coming back home and you know, showing that off to family as well, and, and my loved ones was uh, very, very exciting days. It was just a great game of footy as well. I mean, I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm a Melbourne supporter, and watching that, it was just, it was enthralling. And I can just remember just not knowing who was going to win, and then Acker kicking that goal, and just thinking, oh, right, <laughs> back to back. Yeah, it was like that. Don't, don't worry, mate. I, um, yeah, same. I think one of the runners came out, or the trainers came out after that goal of Acker, and says, not long to go. Lockdowns, so we just started locking down on our opponents, and yeah, we uh, we grinded out, and yeah, it was a freezing cold Melbourne day, and yep. you know there wasn't a hundred thousand Collingwood supporters, but probably would have been about eighty thousand, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> were good, to, uh, good, good at knock off the old faithful of Collingwood, and um, by a close margin, especially. Uh, especially all the, the words and stuff that was happening in the grand final parade the, the day before. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, now, the Dockers um, this year, uh, they, they're looking good under Josh, Justin Longmuir. Um, what do you, how are you seeing them? Do, um, and can they win it all? Well, they're playing some good footy at the moment. Yeah. Uh, had a couple, couple of weeks where they lost back-to-back, you know, -back, but people were saying they couldn't play in the rain for a while there because they had two wet games didn't play that well but yeah I think um, JL's um, got a good system um, and a bit more of a um, good brand of football to watch as well as a supporter kicking more goals but um, yeah those younger guys have, have definitely developed quicker than probably Fremantle expected and you know young Brayshaw Sarong and others that are you know, leading the charge when you know Fife was out for a long period of time and now he's back in um you know, they're trying not to get him in the midfield upset the, upset the momentum they're trying to keep him forward a bit more and um, that just proves a sign of a good side where you've got one of your best players in the competition that uh, you know just has a pinch hit in the guts when he has to and uh, throws his body around but you know, put him forward and um, we've got a good balance good mix and yep. uh, and also keep a keen eye on Brisbane mate I was up there yes um, that's what Sir Doug Nichols around they're playing some good brand of footy I went to Adelaide I watched them against Adelaide and then um, yeah watched them here at Fremantle when they played Freo and I mean, they've got a great system and, you know, they're, they're sort of around the mark as well. So, mate, if it works out well, I'd love to have a Brisbane Fremantle Grand Final. Des Headland Premiership Cup. Premiership reunion and <laughs> we've got a bit of a catch-up with the Brisbane boys too. So, I'll, uh, um, you have to keep a tight lip. I'll be happy either way if that ever happens. But. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Wait, Des, what are you up to these days, mate? Mate, I've got an occupational health company. So, I do a lot of the um, over in WA with the mining, the mining and construction sector. 
So I do a lot of the um, pre employment medicals, injury management, um, physio treatment, um, on-site rehab and so forth for, um, yeah, for the mining sector and workers' comp, return to work assessment. So I've got six clinics across WA. Um, now that COVID's open, I'm looking to branch out on the east coast and um, northern Queensland for the Bowen Basin region, northern territory as well. So, yeah, that keeps me busy, mate. I'm in Kalgoorlie at the moment, up in the goldfields. Um, six six hours out of Perth. Just um, yeah, got a, we've got a medical clinic up here too. And we get to travel quite a bit, mate, out and about, and meet some good people and um, you know, have a chat. Yeah, no, well, do they do they know? And do you talk about your premierships with all these new people that you uh, that you, you meet? <laughs> well, these these kids have got no idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah, all, they're all lost. The, all the older all the older fellows uh, will always mention mention it. But yeah, no, mate, when you go um, out and about, these young kids. Yeah, uh, lucky for Google, they can if they know some of us old players are coming for a chat. They probably Google us to see who we are and what we did back in the early two thousand. <laughs> yeah, twenty years ago. Um, hey, Des, we might leave it there, mate. But it's been great to catch up. Great to get your memories of Siren Gate. Uh, I mean, in hindsight, it's hilarious, but uh, at the time it was quite serious. But um, thank you so much for joining us. No, no worries, Jack. Appreciate it, mate, and we'll catch up soon. Yeah, no worries. Appreciate it. Des Edland, a former docker and lion, their premiership player with Brisbane.